Well, let me just get started here. Hey, everybody. This is Justin with the Three Geeks Podcast. We have Eric Fellows here, an actor with us. How you doing, Eric? Hello. I'm, I'm doing pretty good, you know? Yeah. 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 Doing well. Yeah, so, yeah. A little, little injury, a little bit ago, yeah. but you know, I just told you so. Yeah, you muscled through it. You did great. I muscled through it. I'm here, so that's what matters. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. So what, uh, what got you into acting? What kind of got that bug kicked off for you? What got me into acting? Uh, it's funny because I've answered this question a lot lately. Yeah. Um, well, I'll be honest with you. I was never an actor, ever in high school. Um, I took a drama class, I think, my 10th grade year and walked right out of it. Oh, all right. I did. I remember I remember reading going, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Shakespearean. I'm not, a, I'm not something, something that likes, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like movies, obviously television growing up. And I, yeah. oddly enough, knew a lot about it, but it wasn't yeah. like I ever anticipated ever being an actor. Sure. Um, I actually played sports in high school. Well, actually, since I was a little kid, I played basketball and I was going to, um, I was playing uh, high school ball, varsity ball in my senior year. Speaking about injuries, I uh, I got hurt right going summer league going into my senior year. I tore my ankle, ah. and um, I was being uh, recruited from an agent over in Italy. I had a friend who played in Greece, and um, they were checking me out to play second division professionally over in sure. Italy. Sure, uh, high school when I was seventeen, and unfortunately that deterred my um, my basketball career. But the thing was, actually, I still had a chance to still go play. I um, kind of gave up on it, man. It's kind of sad. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Kind of walked away from the sport after playing since I was eight years old, and that's all I did was play basketball my whole life. Um, I, mean, I did other things, obviously, sure, but it was sure. my main goal. And um, basically, how I got into it, I was hanging out with a an ex girlfriend at the time uh, when I was eighteen years old, and um, she was babysitting this this uh, little kid. He was a really cute kid, and his mom came to pick him up, and she had mentioned to me, um, "Hey, like, when, have you ever thought about modeling?" I said. Um, you know, because I, I grew up in the East Coast. I grew up in Maryland, D.C. area. And that wasn't something like, I mean, obviously people model and do something. I wasn't sure. I played, wasn't something I thought about. And I remember saying to her, I go, model what? And she goes, male modeling. It could be like a commercial. <laughs> male modeling. And I go, no, my friends would kill me. What do you mean? I can't talk about modeling. And she she's like, you should give it a shot. I think you have a good look and you would do well. And I was like, I didn't know what to do with my life at the time. I wasn't looking to go you know, in the college or anything, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. My whole world was different because I was playing basketball and that's what I wanted to do. So I went and met with an agency in Georgetown, DC and the um, adult division, obviously the kid was represented by the, you know, the kids youth sure, division. Sure. They took me on and I ended up booking some jobs in, in DC and around the kind of like the regional area. And I met a friend of mine, uh, her name's Allie and she was, I met her at a fashion show, but she had been modeling from when she was younger, but still lived in Maryland. Sure. She says, listen, if you're going to want to do this, like take it to the next level, we have to go to New York. And I said, uh, I'm only 5'10". And she was taller than me, which pissed me off. <laughs> I remember measuring ourselves, like thinking I'm still going to grow in life. And I'm like, man, I'm going to hang out with this girl. She's 5'11", and I'm going to go be a male model in New York City when they're all 6'90". So like – Basically, we went to New York. We met with agencies. And the next thing I know, um, I ended up signing with a, a pretty big model agency. 
Um, I got lucky, I guess. Uh, well, I don't know if it's luck. It's for skill. It was skill. You did it. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's also, you know, at times it's your look, it's this, it's how you, you know, I got turned down 150 times before that agency. Sure. What actually, a true story was, and actually it was the first 10 months I was in New York. Um, I got turned down from most fashion agencies. And my hair was like uh, longer, but wavier. Okay. And every agency was saying, oh, you're hype. Oh, you're too commercial looking. And it was New York City, which is obviously the you know fashion capital of the world. Yeah. Well, modeling wise, sure. and uh, so all the agencies turned me down. Like not all the like the major ones. I got signed from commercial print agencies, but those are very different than high fashion. Okay. So long story short, I um, ended up going to a casting for um, some um, editorial magazine, and a particular fashion designer guy who runs that magazine. Um, I don't know if he wants me to mention his name or not, so I'll just say this person. Um, Asked me why wasn't I with a bigger agency? And I said, well, I don't know. This is what they told me. And he goes, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to shave your head. No, yeah, this, is a true, this is a true story. Yeah. So I'm going to shave your head. I'm gonna get, now, mind you, I've had my head shaved when I was younger, like a lot. Like sure. when I say shave, I mean number two or short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So like a military cut. So um, I said, okay. He goes, I guarantee you shave your head. You go back to those same agencies, they'll take you on. And I said, all right. Now, mind you, he shaved my head. And uh, he had, whole, I mean, I'm not even kidding. I had like gaps in my head. <laughs> I'm like, it's funny because I cut my own hair now. Like, I, my mom was a beautician, so I know how to cut fades. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I just, just take the clippers from him. And I'm like, letting this guy, because he was actually a big fashion designer, but he was also on America's Top Model. So, like, he was like a okay. you know, bigger name. I didn't want to question his judgment. So, he, uh, he cut, buzzed my head. Next thing I know, he sent me back to all the same agencies, and I think I got offered out of the seven that said no, five of them said yes. That's wild. Just because of a haircut. Before, by the way. That's wild. Within, this is all within a few months period of time. But the things they act like they never met before, and I was like, I didn't pretend like I never met them. Yeah. And I ended up signing with a really big agency. That's kind of how it started. Then I ended up people that would meet me, you know. Casting directors, whatever, would say, you know, you have this thing. I had kind of started studying a little bit of acting when I was in New York in the beginning, but it really started like influencing, saying, look, you have a personality, you have a, a really good look for an actor, um, playing different types of characters in general, and that's kind of how it started. It was like I was modeling. I knew what I was going to do with my life at the time. Basketball was kind of like behind me. That's how it started. Yeah, really, how it started. And I started studying. And I started realizing I had like sort of like a knack for it, and then. That was 20 years ago, man. Yeah, that's wild. And no, I mean, I'm, yeah. Just I know, thinking about it. Yeah, things start. Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, just imagine just a haircut was between you and a job originally. How wild is that? It's, so it's actually happened many times. Yeah? I, I swear to God. It's, <laughs> haircut, it's just like one little thing. It's like yeah. you'd be surprised the, the one little thing that actually alters a situation. Sure. Like people, people think like it's this like huge drawn out understanding, but it really isn't. It's like, what, like your one ear is like lopsided. I I can't even tell. Like I mean, I know it sounds sure. crazy. But sure. This is the stuff that people just don't realize. They don't know what goes into this business. They think like, like why weren't you on like, you know, this show or this show or in this movie? And why are you not New Fast and Furious? I'm like, bro, you have no idea what it takes to get in that position. The yeah. amount of work it takes. The conversation it takes, the friendships it takes, the building it takes. Luckily, yeah. luck at the you know you're there at the right moment. Right. So, 
Yeah. But, you know, a lot of my friends, I think at this point, know, you know, that aren't in acting or have watched, they'll still say something random. I'm like, dude, stop. Like, come on. The fact that I'm even still doing this after all this time, like, and I'm still, like, you know, decently successful at it, I'm like, come on, relax. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. I just I'm I'm scrolling through your IMDb and I see you were in a bunch of music videos. If I'm reading that right, how was that? Was that fun? Was that was that interesting? Was, just, just so you guys know, I'm not in jail or anything. Like this is like for my. That's resort. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, that's my ankle. Well, oh, just, right, right. Yeah. It's like vacation house arrest. <laughs> in my hotel on vacation. <laughs> well, okay, so music videos. We'll jump to that. Yeah. Oh, well, what, what, what would you like to know about the music videos? Would you I just, I, I, how did, how'd you like them? I mean, I see Lindsay Lohan there. I see Papa Roach. I see mm -hmm. Jennifer right. Lopez. Like, how was all that? I was, I mean, just very different big names. Right? Yeah. yeah, they're uh, very diverse. Those music videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I had a great time. Well, I would say I had a great time on. Let me think. Sometimes I forget think what I did. Um, it was well, a while ago. It was a while no, ago. No, 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 yeah. Actually, the most recent one I did was American uh, American Authors. Okay. It's actually, it's, it, I don't think it's up there. But it's, uh, yeah, no, I did um, American Authors. Or one of their newer videos, I think it was like last year. I hadn't done a music video in years, but I, I said that's enough. Yeah. Uh, and not because I'm not grateful for doing music videos. It just, the times changed. They just, it's not the same. It's not as lucrative. It's not the same. That makes total sense to me. I mean, MTV isn't like pumping out right. music videos, yeah. and you're not TRL. Like my, yeah. yeah, the videos I was on was on TRL and Top Ten, and yeah, very fortunate to have a couple at number one, which was pretty awesome. Uh, I think from that perspective, it was really awesome for me because I remember when I moved to New York, I was I was twenty, well, I was twenty, and that was when TRL and Carson Daly was doing TRL, and uh, you know, you know, Backstreet Boys. I'm such a big Backstreet Boy person. It's so funny. All I wanted to do was be a Backstreet Boy person. Like I, I was, I was like, come on. If I could just sing and like I could make some moves up, you know, model but, actor just that one next step. Just get me right in there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could be the guy like lip sing in the background, like whatever. My mom used to sing. Millie Vanilli. Yeah. My mom could sing. And she'd be like Eric. That's enough. And I'd be like, Mom, listen. Let, let me let me hit this one part. And she says, You need to stop. It's embarrassing. Like. I'm like, I can do it. Okay, first of all, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Like, yeah. she was a little harsh on me, but I think I could carry a tune. Sure. I could carry yeah. a tune. And that is the truth. Am I a good singer? No. Um, am I a dancer? I did have to learn how to dance from my last, one of my last, my movie, one of my movies that's coming out, Divorce Bait. I had to learn how to do the bachata, which okay. is a Latin, it's a Dominican dance. Actually, if, I, if I'm saying that correctly, I had to freaking learn that. That's not easy for a person, a white yeah. boy that doesn't dance. <laughs> like I got Italian, you know, yeah. half Italian, but still, come on, man. Like I'm still a white boy that doesn't dance. Yeah. We bump and grind. Yeah. Um, so the music video was cool. I mean, we're with Lindsay so long ago now, man. Yeah. Uh, we we remained friends for uh, for quite a while after actually after that. Um, I mean, if I saw her, obviously. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I guess it probably leads into kind of the question around that. How engaged were you with the the main like the the singers, the the musicians? Were you pretty interactive with them? Like, well, I mean, I was friends with Lindsay, boyfriend, the video. So right, right, right. Yeah, I, mean, I was as interactive as you can, you mm -hmm. know, do during that circumstance. Sure, uh, sure, sure. Got to kiss a handful of them. Um, yeah. That was always fun. Uh, I very engaging. I mean, we were. You know, um, yeah, I worked with well, I worked with Lindsay. I worked with Dido. I worked with uh, Jennifer Lopez. I worked with Catherine McPhee. Uh, 
I did it so funny. I did a segment on the show, The Real, a few years back, and they asked me, did I have any crushes on anyone? And I did. And it Catherine McPhee knows. It was Catherine McPhee. And it's funny because when we shot it, I was her, uh, she had not, it was her second music video. Uh, it's called Love Story. And she had never had an on-screen on kiss ever. I, I literally was her first on-screen kiss. And Sweet. I made sure I debuted that on the show. And it's funny because Catherine, like, uh, she saw that clip on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. And she goes, she started laughing because you were, or I remember. It was just very, it was a very funny time. So they're all very different. Um, yeah. Jennifer, it's interesting because Lopez is, uh, you know, coming up, you know, with Selena mm -hmm. and all that stuff. I mean, I was younger. But um, working with it was pretty surreal. For me, it was, it's like, I'm, I don't get starstruck. I've worked with a lot of different people over the years. Sure. I was pretty starstruck when I first met her. For sure. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, the whole, like, and it's like we had to jump right into it and the way we had to do the scenes. And I got to hang out with Mark Anthony. That was pretty interesting. But then he became, he was super cool. He was actually super, super dope guy. Um, yeah. And then I got to go to El Cantante premiere with them for the movie they did together. That's actually. cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I got to sit with them and hang out with them. It was the whole thing was cool. So it's kind of like a surreal. Each one was different in its own way, I guess. Sure. And Lindsay was very young. Lindsay was eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that she's coming back. Actually, I'm really happy for her. And I'm, you know, I knew her for many years. We we used to hang out. So I, I, sure. I hope she's doing well. Yeah. Same. Cool. I mean, all right. To round it back up to you have a lot of stuff coming out. Sorry, I was just looking at IMDb. Did you no, you've been good. working and working and working, right? Like it seems like just not. Well, actually, I, stuff. Have, I have a I have a uh, a show, my second season of Purgatory that's premiering first episode. They did a, a, a sneak peek earlier. What time is it? Six forty-two. And where are we at? We implied out Carmen. At nine o'clock East Washington. You know what? It's nine o'clock West Coast, nine o'clock East Coast. So it's just okay. actually going to air at the same time, but obviously through our difference um, tonight. So I'm actually really excited about it. Purgatory uh, is when I've been doing a lot of publicity on, even up until like two hours ago before I got injured on the beach. <laughs> like literally, like setting like a, a post, and I'm like broke, you know, have no till left. So how how was Purgatory then? Tell, tell me about season um, two, or well, I mean, this, not what you can tell, but yeah. Well, um, I'm really proud of the show. Actually, um, first season was awesome. Got really got it got a lot of uh, raves, and it, it was critically well accepted. Um, we were getting some Emmy nominations uh, that were in consideration. There were some unfortunate unfortunate mishap that happened um, with some regulations. Evidently, uh, I won't get into that, but it is what it is, and we're okay now. So we're moving on to second season. But um, yeah, we got a lot of a uh, lot of praise, and we're very excited about that. Everyone did a fantastic job and worked their butts off. We got shut down early, uh, you know, late March when the pandemic sure. really. Hit, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah. So we got shut. We were shooting in Armenia, actually. Oh wow! So we were actually way out in Armenia shooting the show in a cave underground. Yeah, no, it's wild, man. man. It's yeah. a wild show. So um, yeah, so we got shut down March twentieth. A couple episodes. We're shooting back-to-back -back seasons, the first and second. Oh, okay. So yeah. So what's going to air in the next couple? You know, next eight weeks or the, the eight episodes for the second season that wraps up actually the show. Um, oh, okay. Which is unfortunate, but it's actually it's really it, it needs to wrap up. It's pretty severe. So basically, um, <laughs> yeah, man, we had a great time. You know, I mean, it was uh, I was actually cast-wise the only American. Oh, okay, that's awesome. There were there was a Canadian. There is an Australian that's obviously played. She plays my co-star, but she's you know 
obviously working in, in she lives in Los Angeles. Tatiana, who got, if you know, if you do some research after this, Tatiana and Eric have, for Purgatory, there's been a lot of buzz. We did the front cover of Popstar Magazine. They give us four oh, covers cool. and the 18 page uh, layout because it's on Popstar TV. So it's yeah. Popstar Magazine is, 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 is um, collaborated with the network. So they gave us some really good praise this year, me and her. Uh, we have some pretty, a uh, very unique um, relationship in this, in this show. And I play a very, very bad person. <laughs> is that fun? Is that fun to kind of like delve into the dark yeah. side of? No, I love humanity? it. Yeah. Yeah. It's an escape from life. No, I just, <laughs> well, you know what it is? It's like, he's, Bobby is a, a, a unique individual. I tried to make him as likable as possible and as charming as possible while doing awful, horrible things. Because, I mean, I gave him the, the Ted Bundy sort of approach. Sure. That's how I, you know, looked into it. Like, how do you make someone redeemable when they're doing horrific things to people? Right. Yeah. Well, you have to make it. You have to make it look good while you're doing it. You have to make them feel welcome, and you have to just make them feel, you know, like they're comfortable while you're doing these horrible things. <laughs> so, uh, I'm kidding. Obviously, yeah, I said yeah. I'm a very nice person in real life. Um, so you know, we're excited. Season two takes it to another level, though. Um, I'm very curious to see the, uh, the fan response to it. Because season one got they they really enjoyed it, but we take it because it's a progression from mm -hmm. episode. You know, one, the establishment introductions of these characters to 16, uh, you know, the last eight in season two. There's a progression, especially, you know, we're starting to lose our minds. We're trapped in a cave, man. You know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, it's sort of like a game of clue of who done it. We're all there for a particular murder that had happened. Mm -hmm. We're all sort of figuring out pieces and pieces of the puzzle are like left in this cave for us to find. And we start to figure things out. We, a couple of us know what we've really done wrong. Is revealed throughout, but it really comes to fruition in the end, obviously. And uh, I'm not gonna say what happens with Bobby, but Bobby and Lisa are, are like kind of like this pinnacle point of the show, and this kind of I would say an on-screen screwed-up couple who meet for this like excursion, but they never knew each other before. But they like have this love-hate, like they fall in love, but they absolutely hate each other. And I've kept her captive for a while now. <laughs> some, uh, interesting things. And she let, it's weird. She's, Tatiana's a very talented actress and she's become a very good friend of mine actually. But it's funny because we've been doing a lot of publicity together on this and we're very curious what people think because it gets really rough. I, I'm excited to watch it. Now, as an actor, is it hard to work, I guess, in a cave for an extended period of time? Does that wear on you mentally at all? Or uh, Well, when it caught on fire, it was it was. <laughs> Excuse me? You did. I remember I left my jacket and my phone in the cave, which is like four floors down. Like, it's a man-made cave, too, by the way. Oh, okay. Called Le Bon's okay. Underground Divine Cave or something. But supposedly a man actually physically carved it out himself like i don't know if i believe that not gonna lie not yeah. sure if i believe it but if he did i am really giving him a lot of props because makes a great I, story yeah i just yes exactly so <laughs> i hope we did and thank you levon k for letting us do it there uh the, the freaking cave the wires caught fire man and everyone's smoke inhalation so my smart self is like my phone and my jacket are down there. I'm all the way in Armenia. I'm like, why don't I go get a new phone? I mean, I could, obviously. I mean, we're in, you know, in Yerevan, which is the capital. So I could go either get a phone. But I don't want to lose my phone or my jacket, actually. So I ran down there, man. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm running down five flights or five floors of, like, cave. Yeah. And I remember 
Tatiana was like, you did not just go do that. Like, you're such an idiot. And I'm just like, I needed my phone. <laughs> I don't recommend that at home. If you happen to build your own cave in your backyard and it catches on fire, please don't run down there and get your phone or your jacket. Yeah, I'm sure there's OSHA rules around having fire extinguishers on every level. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, did, they had them down. Just just, nobody knows. <laughs> it's funny. I can't remember now. Um, it was just this dude. It's an open cave with different apartments and different rooms. And sure. Creepy as hell. If it goes, it went. It was black. I ran down there in pitch black. I didn't know where it was going. That'd be scary. Yeah. I got to live it, man. I'm not method, but I had to live it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to live it. We're really proud of the show. But, um, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, that's that's that premieres tonight. So obviously, it's gonna be hard for anybody to see this tonight, but. Whenever it airs, it happened when I said it. <laughs> well, I'm hoping everyone watches it because it sounds like a wonderful it's cool, experience. Man. Yeah, it sounds fun. It's a, it's a fun show. And I think it's really it's edgy and, and intense, and we push the boundaries. It's not your typical um, digital drama show, um, yeah. especially in the categories that it was up against and stuff. Like it's a very edgy, well done show. The DP work was cinematography was fantastic. I'm really impressed with everybody's work, man. I was just really shocked by it. Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. I mean, but to go back to your whole, you have like a bunch of stuff in post production. Is there anything else you want to promote at the moment? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I'll make it shorter because I'm really well, but the purgatory is out right now, so I wanted to make yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, I got a movie called Divorce Bait. It's a rom com. Uh, it's a raunchy rom com. Um, it's uh, it should be coming out pretty soon. I know they're in the works of the sale end of it right now. I know that okay. they're they have had some some meetings on a couple with a couple of different places. I'm not sure where it's uh, actually ended up, but I do know that it's coming soon. Um, I would say within the next couple of months. Um, I have a movie called uh, Can I cuss on the show? Have I cussed yet? Of course, uh, hell yeah, yeah. Of course, oh. yeah. Well, I have a movie called Starfucker. Nice, coming out, and and it's been a long time coming. We actually should hear about where it's going actually today. Into or tomorrow, it's been it's actually been in the works for a while. It's been in the works for four and a half years. Let me oh, tell wow. you why. Yeah. Well, the movie's about Hollywood, okay, and it's really tough to make a movie about Hollywood. Um, people just don't do it because sure. it's when you when you go to throw show Hollywood for, for face value for what it is, it scares people, especially in the business. This is a uh, extreme dark comedy, um, twisted dark comedy. It's almost like three genres. It's like dark comedy, drama, and slapstick all in one with a really twisted understanding. The only thing I wish I would have done was like maybe chop some people up, like made it a horror, but it would have been easier sell. It would have been easier sell. We were having a little bit of difficulty because people were loving it, but the genre is interesting because of, we don't have huge names in it. We have some notable names, yes. But when you make a movie about Hollywood, throwing big names in it doesn't work because they're already, people already know them. Sure. This is more of a coming of age passion project that makes somebody big. So, you know, I play the role of Jimmy Starr, which is the lead of the film. I produce, I'm one of the producers. And it's like the dark, twisted underbelly of L.A. And what it's what really is, uh, you know, you know what, what really exists there. And where people, you know, is it hearsay? Is it myths? Like what really happens? We kind of just put it out there, man. You know, yeah. we did. It, you know, we we went through four years of we actually shelved it year, the first time when we shot it because Me Too happened. And we were a little bit worried about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Even though my character's actually taken the, the, the brunt of most of it. Now, he is a narcissistic 
asshole. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. sure. But there's a reason for it. There's a huge dark conflict that actually happens in the film early on that takes you on this journey and he tries to get back his fiance and they end up splitting up. He tries to get her get her back through the film. They end up booking a movie yeah. together in the movie and it's directed by this new, you know, kind of like the uh, Jordan Peele of sure. directing. Sure. And it's, again, it's a play gimmick on Hollywood. Anything that we were to make fun of it for is because, is it real? I'm not going to say. Truth be told, we found a way to find the comedy in it and we're successful with it. Um, the response has been really good so far, but the selling of it was a little difficult because it's finding the right placement. So um, I can't say where it's at right now. It's at somewhere pretty big. Um, mm -hmm. But I was actually supposed to get a phone call today, so we will see. Fingers crossed. Time. Yeah, I hope so. So that should be coming. Our goal is to have it out before um, by December at the mm -hmm. latest because it, it's just it's at a point where it needs to come out. Yeah, and well, please come back on when you have a like a, an announcement oh, for when it's gonna come. Yeah, please, I'd love to hear about. I want you to watch it because it's gonna blow your mind. Yeah. It's 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 much different than you're thinking. <laughs> I, I, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty there, but we're happy about it, man. We worked our butts off, and everybody did a great job. So yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's a I got a movie, uh, you know, other stuff. I have Zero Road. I have a movie called Zero Road coming out. I have a, a Christmas movie that got delayed. That's supposed to come up this year called Love Is in Bel Air. Okay. Um. Oh Do you have God. another Christmas movie called No Tears in Hell? Oh no! Oh my God, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> well, you know, I, I have a, I have like a, um, sort of like a, a smaller supporting in it, but it's the same director. And then not even talking about smaller supporting, I really want to do it because yeah. the director is um, Mike Cassie, who's the director of Purgatory, actually. Oh, okay. He's cool. the director of Purgatory, and he's actually a very good friend of mine. Uh, really, really great guy, great writer, and I had an amazing time working with him on Purgatory. Boys, there's two directors on Purgatory. There's an Armenian director and there's the American director. Hike is the Armenian director. Both they both were awesome. And uh, no, he wrote and directed No Tears Now. That's a twisted story. Yeah. Yeah, I have uh, a couple scenes. I'm playing um, Officer Jones, but um, yeah. And actually, the girl Tatiana, who uh, Mariana, it's so hard to say her last name. Tell me when she hears this. Um, she plays Lisa. With Bobby and pretty cool. she's my co-star, but she's in it as well. Um, we just love working with Mike, so uh, it's really messed up, dude. I don't even know. Like, it's a true story on like the sub Siberian cannibal. Oh and, wow! Yeah, look it up. It's like, it's like I think it was called the Siberian cannibal, or he's he kept these two girls captive. One was his girlfriend, and his mom was in on it. Yeah, that's super dark. Okay. No, it's dude. Like I don't even know if I can watch it. Like I, so I'm I'm like one of the, I'm like the cop that investigates situation. I end up finding him in the end. Sure. But, um, and I just want to do it because Mike's directing it, but also it's such a sick project. I'm like, this is twisted, dude. Yeah, yeah. But even if I just had to like be in it for a second, it's just like, so that one's um yeah. I think they're in post production on that now. Mm -hmm. And there's other stuff I can't remember. I, I'm I might have heat stroke from the sun. <laughs> As you can see, I'm pretty hurt, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. it's you know. really a great day, though. I mean, sunburn, oh, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very broken grateful. toe. Yeah, it's great. Bro yeah, I don't even want to. I just said the toenail is still there. The paramedic was like, "Do you want me to pull it off?" I go, "No." <laughs> yeah, no. no. It's yeah, no. my trip. Like, let me just enjoy some part of my life right now, and then we'll talk about my toenail tomorrow. Like. He said, "Do you want you want to go to the hospital? Pull it out." I go, "No, dude. 
Please take my toenail. Push it back in. <laughs> Push it back in? <laughs> well, kinda, it was pretty bad, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, they all saw it. My stepson was like, oh, I'm like, Sebastian, go away. But everyone was just like, everyone on the beach was like, are you right, man? Because it happened the first play. I'm like, hike. And I'm playing with like this little 10-year-old girl. And she, I'm like, throw the ball. And she throws it. I make a cut thinking I'm fast at 40 years old. And I'm juking out the six-year-old. And I did break his ankles. But the problem is he went, he countered the direction. I broke it so bad that he almost broke it twice. <laughs> and that's my feet clipped. And then that, I was like, oh, no. Oh. And I went down. I go, dude. And I looked. And all the sand was up in the toe. Oh, my God. It was so bad. And this is, wasn't supposed to turn into like a gruesome interview. Oh, man. No, I'm, yeah. Oh, that was my day. Daylight yeah. of Eric's toes. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Where can folks find you, Eric? Like online, well, you have well, I will social medias. Well, I can adjust this. There you go. So you can see my cool part of my hair for you, man. I combed it. I, I pre I mean, I very much appreciate it. No, of course. Anytime, man. Um where can they find me? Well, my name is Eric Fellows, which is E-R-I-K. Oh yeah, it says right here. Yeah, right there, yeah. That's heat stroke. <laughs> no, it's Eric Fellows Official, is my Instagram. Eric Fellows Official. But sometimes people need to like actually. No, no, I know it's great. I mean, we do have a lot of people that don't uh, watch the video; they just listen. So that'd be great oh, if you. 100%. Yeah. Okay, so it's yeah. Eric Fellows official. That is E R I K F E L L O W S. I had to make sure I could actually spell my name. Official. <laughs> That's the intro. I can't spell official. I'm kidding. <laughs> So it's Eric Fells official, and that's Instagram and that Facebook. Evidently, there's a couple of Facebooks of mine, um, but it's Eric Fellows, spelled the exact same way, and you'll know it's me because they're both verified ones. And then uh, Twitter, Eric Fellows. I don't really use it too much. Okay. You'll know it's me. And um, what else is there out there? Jesus. Is there an Instagram? Do you have an Instagram? No, no yeah, I said that was my first one. Instagram oh, official. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed it. Okay. Oh, no, no, it's okay. There's so many now. I can't keep up. Cool. Well, it was wonderful having you, Eric. I'm so glad you were here. Please come back on when Starfucker is out. I'd love to chat with you Absolutely more about that. No, you will know because I will call you. No, I mean, I'll be so. No, we've been. It's a long time coming, so we're ready for it. And I appreciate Justin having me. Thanks, man. Oh, of course. All right. Thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. Have a good night. <laughs>